your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. Welcome inside episode 543 of the Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba, alongside Brandon Piller up in the Blue Mountains on a game day for the Ottawa Senators. The Sens are in Columbus to take on a shorthanded Blue Jackets team that's without Patrick Laine, without Zach Wierenski, but the Ottawa Senators are going to have a game-time decision of their own. Then they hop on a plane to get home to take on the Montreal Canadiens, and I'll be hopping on a bird to the nation's capital because, Pilsy, we have a fantastic weekend ahead. It's finally here. Our big weekend is finally here. I'm so fired up, and it's a big game for the Belleville Senators, Ross, as they could clinch a playoff berth sooner rather than later. And speaking of playoffs, not the start the Ottawa 67s and Tyler Boucher were hoping for as they lose game one to North Bay, but plenty of playoff hockey left. Not only for Tyler Boucher, but three other Senators prospects are beginning their CHL playoff quest later tonight. This is the Locked On Senators podcast, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Senators your first listen on this Friday, April 22nd in Pilsy. We made it, buddy. And as far as I know, no cancellations just yet like we deal, dealt with in January. Yeah, this uh, this weekend is a massive one. And it's stretching beyond the weekend, Ross, because we're also going to a 67s game on Monday and then another Sens game on Tuesday. So, this is going to be a good stretch for us, and finally, we're getting to go back to the nation's capital for some Senators hockey. We're going to see you guys at the CTC, and uh, the meet and greets all set up. We got merch. I can't believe two knuckleheads like us, Ross, pulled all this together because this is there's a lot going on, and we're going to have a grand old time. We'll have the Leams march and jump on with us for a couple of minutes at the end of today's show to tee it up, get some energy flowing because you might even be listening to this on the way to Stanley's on Saturday. So we're going to try not to focus too, too much on the Columbus Blue Jackets, although it is a game day and Columbus, you think Ottawa's dealing with injuries? Columbus is yeah. right there with some of their big guns. No Patrick Laine, no Zach Wierenski tonight. Jonas Corpusalo's out of the lineup. We'll no get captain and Boone Jenner. They got injuries. There you go, and we'll get into that a little bit later on in the show, but I want to start off where we ended off yesterday's show, and that was with Tyler Boucher. If you missed our interview with him yesterday, definitely a must-listen. And what I did, I went back and listened to our first interview with him, Pilsy, in September. Just seems like so much more comfortable in his own skin as he's maturing. So great to see. And Tyler Boucher last night, he had his guy. I don't think it was his fault the 67s lost 4-1. Well, I mean, he's not a part of the penalty killing unit, so that was why he didn't play half of this game. And Ross, it had been a while since um, since I had watched a full OHL game. Like, obviously, I'm watching Boucher and catching all the clips and stuff like that. But I watched this one start to finish, and I forgot what the refing was like down there because oh yeah, this is playoff hockey, and it was soft refing. Like, I I can understand refs trying to 
cool the situation down and and take one guy out of a scrum so it doesn't continue that kind of stuff but that was happening in game one in the first period like you don't need to go to that um, those measures so soon. And that really kind of deflated Tyler Boucher's momentum, and he wasn't really able to get consistent shifts out there. But when he was on the ice, he was doing what Tyler Boucher does. He carries the puck into the zone. He's making big hits. He's getting pucks on net, creating chaos after the whistle. So overall, Tyler Boucher did a decent job, if you ask me. Yeah, and the one penalty he took, I was shocked. But you just mentioned the officiating. Like, he just went in to jam it a loose puck before the whistle. What else is he going to do? That's his DNA. And yeah. three guys jump him, put him in a headlock, rip his helmet off. And all he did was once he finally got up, no helmet, he threw a punch back. Of course he's going to. But as you mentioned it, refs just pull one out of the scrum. Boucher sits. North Band's up scoring on that power play. That was a crucial grow. In, insult to injury there. Now, no 67s player had more than two shots on goal except for Tyler Boucher. Ottawa as a team had 27, and Tyler Boucher had five of those 27 shots. So he's putting pucks on net, and there was a great article if you're subscribed to Elite Prospects. Mitch Brown, who's been a guest on this show, loves Jake Sanderson. You guys should go check out that episode as well if you haven't heard it or just want to get fired up for Sanders' season coming soon. But I thought that it was very fair, leveled, and explained the details that need to improve in Boucher's game, but he finished off by saying points will come in the OHL. I expect next year to be a breakout OHL campaign for him, and we'll go from there. But right now, I thought he did his best in that playoff game. Two thunderous hits, including one behind the opposition net. Keep your head up when Boucher's is on the ice. The butcher will cut you up in a hurry. So that was great in itself. And for one uh, prospect who will become a nuisance to another Ridley Gregg, I should have stuck with my first source um, at Go Riders on Twitter, had his say where he talked to the trainer. He said he'll be back. And bend over. Bend over. That's exactly who I meant. So, yeah, I was trying to get around that one. But <laughs> I was trying to get over it. But that all that to say, um, Ridley Gregg will return tonight. The Brandon Wheat Kings put out. Like, they still have this cloud of mystery. They didn't even just say Ridley Gregg is returning. They put the two eyeballs a video of Greg looking all gangster and, and like, you know, giving some blue steel to the camera. <laughs> and then they just flashed the playoff logo. Now, Ridley, I would say, confirmed it later with a Instagram post that was captioned back from vacation as he hasn't played in about two months. So yeah. there's this cloud of mystery. Nobody knows what the injury was, but he missed so much time. Guys on a 12-game point streak, and if they want any chance as the sixth seed of beating Red Deer... They need Ridley Gregg, not only in the lineup, but contributing. Yeah, and I, I think this is just speculation by me. I think he probably had an injury that was lingering. And chances are he was probably okay to go. But they're like, what's the point? We've already clinched a playoff spot. What's the point right. of putting him in danger the last couple of games of the regular season? Send him on vacation to Ottawa for a bit. Let him have a taste of what it's like to be with the Senators. And then once it's playoff time, once it's time to take care of business... We'll bring him back into Brandon and uh, he can take care of things. So uh, I think that's all right. It, it was a little weird. I'll admit there wasn't a lot of info going on. We're all just like, wait, where in the world is Ridley Gregg? But <laughs> he's he's back and the Riddler is ready for his next task, the playoffs. Yes, can't wait for that. So they get underway in Red Deer later tonight. A couple other sense prospects will be taking part in CHL playoffs. Carson Latimer, who's Ooh. got five goals and seven points in his last 10 games. For the eight-seed Prince Albert Raiders, good luck. 
Good luck to them. They're going to be playing just down the street here in Winnipeg tonight against an ice team that is just dominant. That's all you can really say. Maybe a future Ottawa Senator up there on that team with Matthew Savoy and Connor Geeky, both expected to go top 10. Geeky just seems like a Sens pick. Like six, six, six centerman. Kind of reminds <laughs> me of a bit of Logan Brown, not oh, to no. scare anybody. But hey, Logan Brown in the OHL had so much skill. So yeah, at the time, right. it was a really good pick. Injuries kind of derailed that. That's neither here nor there. Savoy, though, I think should and will go higher than him. We'll get into draft rankings. Oh, we'll have plenty of time for that, Bills. Yes. One note, though, the draft lottery. We thought it was May 16th, May 10th, officially. Oh, May, May 10th. 10th. Okay. May 10th. That's coming so quick. Put that on your calendars. Yes, it is. It's a Tuesday night. Tuesday, May 10th, we'll figure out something to do special for that. But Carson Latimer going up against the Winnipeg Ice. Well, we've got the Vancouver Giants are going up against Everett. And you think seven points is good in the last 10 games. Zach Ostapchuk has nine points in his last 10 games and took down a 6'9 monster <laughs> with his fist. So those are the Sens prospects getting underway. And, oh, a final note, because I don't think we've said it on the show so far. Uh, Johnny Tyconic, who I don't believe, if he's unsigned by the end of this year, I think they lose his rights. He is going back to Omaha for a fifth year. Wow. Okay. So a bit of a wasted second round pick there. Yeah, that one might just slip away there. The man, Ross, remember back to the day when he got drafted and we were so excited. We've got Jacob Jacob Bernard Docker and... Uh, Johnny Tyconic, they're going to be a pair together at UND. They're going to be a perfect yin and yang pair in the NHL one day. Yeah. Didn't exactly work out. That's okay. Yeah. he That was kind of like the original vo- maiden voyage of the friendship tour that the yes, Ottawa Senators yeah, have embarked on. Yeah. Don't, don't you know he's JBD's best friend? <laughs> don't you know he's there? He's a D partner and he's an outgoing defenseman and JBD is a ingoing defenseman? Ingoing? Inverted, in, introverted, introverted yes. defense, and there you go. Man, th- that sequence still blows my mind where he blocked those three shots. We do have some yes. Belleville talk to get to. We've got oh, two yeah. Senators games to prepare for, and oh my God, the Montreal Canadiens fanboys are still talking about Tim Stutzla. The embarrassment that I'm getting secondhand from this is real. Pilsy, we'll get into all that after a word from one of our favorite sponsors. Oh, yeah. It's one of our favorites. It's Built Bar. And, Ross, you're making the journey to Ottawa. I'm making the journey to Ottawa. It's the pilgrimage to the CTC. And to keep us fueled, we're going to be packing some Built Bars. Because Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Ross, you can easily put it in your luggage so that you've got it ready to go. I'm going to have it in my car for the ride. And the best part is, not only are we getting our protein, but we're going to enjoy a delicious flavor there's so many amazing flavors to choose from have you tried the puffs if you haven't you're missing out on one of built bars best tasting bars i love these things if you guys love marshmallows have a protein infused marshmallows it's marshmallows on steroids but they taste amazing they're not just a protein bar they're a treat low calorie but high protein Throw all those candy bars in the garbage. Next time you're at the gas station, don't even look down at those junk candy bars. Just bring a Built Bar with you. Go to Built.com and see all their amazing flavors. If you haven't tried them yet, we recommend getting the mix box because you're going to love it all. So check out Built Bar at Built.com and you can use our promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. One more time, guys. 
Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. It's Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. All right, Pillsy. We've got some breaking news. Philip Gustafson will get the start tonight in Columbus. Back-to-back starts for Gus. Now, circumstances are a bit strange. Not often you play a back-to-back Monday, Tuesday, off, off, back Friday, to back, Saturday. Back-to-backs. Yeah, back-to-back, back-to-backs. There you go. I mean, they literally just grabbed one from January and plugged it in at the start of this week. Yeah. What would we have done? They probably moved some games around there because what would we have done? It would have been Saturday against the Leafs and then not till Friday the next week. Anyways, that's neither here nor there because there is plenty of Senators hockey. Although, there's only a few games left, Pillsy, man. But do you think that's the right move? Go with Gus tonight and then Forsberg on home ice against the Montreal Canadiens? Absolutely. I love that move. Not only because, well, we're going to be at the game on Saturday and... Forzy's got what forty-eight saves on fifth, or forty-seven saves on forty-nine shots in front of us this year. Even better for me because he started in Winnipeg. Yeah, did he start the game you went to in Montreal? No, it was Gus. It was Gus. It was Gus. So to be worried. (laughs) Yeah. So this is exactly it. So uh, it's better to get Forsberg here. Don't get me wrong. I'm still a Gus guy, but uh, sorry about that, Gussie. Um, but uh, it's definitely better odds for this team having Anton Forsberg in the net. I don't think that's a hot take by any standards. And you know what? I love the move by DJ Smith, given Philip Gustafson two games. What have I been saying this whole time? He doesn't get a consistent group. He's up in the NHL backing up for a month. Then he's down in Belleville starting 20 games in a row. Then he's up and down, up and down. Okay, now he's up in the NHL. You had a nice game up against the Vancouver Canucks. He kept your team in it, gave him a chance to win. Adam Gaudet finished it off. And now you're getting another chance to get right back on the horse. And uh, you're up against the Columbus Blue Jackets team that, like we mentioned, has a lot of holes in their lineup. So he's set up for success here. I love it. So th- this is this is the right move, if you ask me. We're not going to pull up the graphic today for our line combos because the Senators aren't skating. And DJ Smith just spoke to the media. And we should say we're wishing uh, Dean Brown all the best. I don't I don't think it's officially confirmed that he has COVID, but he stayed back in Vancouver. He's stuck in his hotel room. Mm-hmm. And I believe yeah. he is the one who transcribes for TSN 1200 on their Twitter account. So DJ Smith has spoken to the media, but he started talking to the media once we started recording. So I can only go off the headline here. And Stutzla will be a game-time decision. I know Martian said this. Hold him out tonight, man. Yeah. We need we need him on home ice tomorrow. Absolutely. If he's not, if he's not a hundred, sorry, a thousand percent like Drake Batherson had to be before he came back, just keep Timmy out tonight. You got Casty there. Just throw Tierney out. Like you're, you're also playing against a team that is very shorthanded themselves. So you know what? Let's even the score here. You know, you're already going with Gus. You know, just let... Let us see Timmy and enjoy Timmy tomorrow. And mostly, Ross, we need Timmy on the ice while we boo Gallagher. Like, Timmy Timmy has been booed in multiple road games, and that can't happen. So we need to have ultimate Timmy cheers and ultimate Brendan Gallagher boos. And I want Timmy to understand and know that we got his back. Yes, absolutely. So let's hope that Timmy is one feeling better because I'm sure it's not great if he's even being talked about a game time decision, but need him, need him in the lineup on Saturday. He's just an electric talent. It's uh, the game would be worse off without him. Can't have a bunch of Brendan Gallagher's running around on the ice and think we're going to enjoy ourselves. No, that's not fun for anyone. 
There's a lot of talk about, are the Senators doing enough to protect Tim Stutzla? Where do you stand on that debate? I I hate that that was how they worded it because you're you're suggesting that there's an issue, right? I, I don't think there's an issue. Like, Tim Stutzla is, is just a skilled, fast hockey player. And uh, like Brady Kachuk said, you'd be stupid as an opponent not to go after him. He's one of their top guys. So they're going to play physical on him. They're going to try to get him pissed off. They're going to do some dirty moves from now and now and again to try to throw him off his game. So what are people suggesting that we got to call Michael Haley and see if he's coming out of retirement or Scott? There's, Sabrins, a, name, uh, there's a name I didn't think I'd ever have to hear again. Yeah, no kidding. Eh? Or Scott Saverin now has to protect the, uh, the investments up and down in the AHL and NHL. Like, I don't know that that's necessarily what's going on here. So I, I just think cause, cause Timmy's not getting hurt after the whistle or in fights or, you know what I mean? It's right. It's with his play with the puck and guys are like, I, I literally cannot stop this guy cleanly. So I got to bring him down knee on knee or, or try to hit him dirty and, and he's going to end up falling there. So to answer your question in a roundabout way, no, I, I, or what, what is the way the question is worded? Do they need to do more? Are they doing enough to protect him out on the ice? Like, I, I think so. Do they do they not need a, a Dave Semenko to just shadow him all over the place like uh, like Semenko did for Gretzky at the start of his career, or Marty McSorley, all those guys from way back when? Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I'm not too worried about it. I think that in certain situations, maybe you'd want to see somebody drop the gloves and stand up for him, but I don't think they're, they're leaving him out to dry, per se. Like, they got in that big scrum at the end of the... Uh, the Montreal game, they came to his aid there. And then he ends up on top of Gallagher. Shocker. So, um, hey, this all just sets up for a fantastic Saturday night finale of the season. I've just got a smile thinking about it. Like I said, I'm hopping on a plane like an hour from, from while you're listening to this, I'm 30,000 feet in the air traveling east over Lake Superior, past Lake Ontario to the nation's capital. Excited to see my folks tonight. And then you'll be back first thing tomorrow morning. Pillsy will get you into town. We'll get to Stanley's Bar and Grill where you can join us for $5 pints. Stanley's Bar and Grill, pregame meetup. They're hosting us. $5 Molson Canadian, $5 Coors Light. I can promise you it's even less than that if you prefer drinking pop. You can have a glass of milk. We don't judge at all unless you're wearing a Brendan Gallagher jersey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And hey, if none of those uh, fit your fancy, bring along your athletic greens, your AG1. Get your vitamins in you too. Absolutely. We should mention the start time will be 3 p.m. We'll yep. be arriving there at 2.45, 3 o'clock. And that 6 o'clock might sneak up to 5.30, 5.45. So get there early because the Ottawa Senators – Announced there's a beer garden yes. for tomorrow's game as well. We know Pilsy's got the German heritage as well. Are you going to be wearing your, your Lederhosen? No, I don't think I'll be wearing my Lederhosen, although I will wear my Timmy Superstar jersey. So Nice. Uh, that, that'll do. Yeah, no one wants to see me in Lederhosen, Ross, let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So that's good stuff. So we'll uh, we'll make the pilgrimage then from the Stanley's Bar and Grill, second floor at the Canada Sense Plex. We believe, it's accessible, right? They definitely have um elevators at the at the senseplex as well so we are really looking forward to meeting everyone shooting the breeze and then heading on over for an electric saturday night match 
against the Montreal Canadiens. All right, still a lot to get to. We have to get to the Belleville Senators clinching situations Mm -hmm. for the AHL playoffs. That'll be a nice breath of fresh air. Mark Kaslick has been recalled. What does that mean for Belleville? And is he the type of guy that could be an extra layer of protection for Tim Stutzla on Saturday night? DJ Smith calling him the strongest player in the organization. We also have Columbus's lines from this morning. Not their line A's. No, he's out of the lineup. It's their lines combination. Holy, I just put myself in a mental pretzel there. But Pilsy, before we get to that, do you want to say another word or would you like me to tell you about our friends at Bet Online? You know what, Ross? I love our friends at betonline.net so much that I'm going to swoop in and take this one because, you know my, what? My Blue Jays bet, by the way, oh, yeah, I'm like, I'm up like 0.43 units. It is such a waste of time. All I heard there is I'm up, Ross, and you can be up <laughs> if you go to betonline.net. It's where the game starts, guys. They've got all the best scores, news, updates, podcasts, anything you need. You can get it at betonline.net. Latest odds, totals, player performance props, and Ross mentioned it last time. They even have fun bets like, hey, Debo Samuel, he said, I don't want to sign with the 49ers again. Where is he going to end up? You can bet on that if you think you have some insider info or if you just got a feeling of where he's going to go. And that's what it's all about. You got to trust your instincts when you're sports gambling. And if you have good instincts, you know to trust betonline.net it's the number one uh, sports book for the locked on podcast network so head to the website today betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action it's betonline.net where the game starts and you can advertise with locked on senators just shoot us a message on twitter at send central or instagram locked on dot senators we appeal to a local audience so if you have a business in ottawa what better way than to advertise with the Locked On Senators podcast? Now, almost 550 episodes deep. We've got a game day giveaway, and it's yep. in honor of Ridley Gregg's return. So if you want this signed Ridley Gregg card, go to at Send Central on Twitter and follow the prompts, make the retweets, and Dylan at Fighting Stutzla will pick a winner later tonight. We'll do that for the postcast. I'll be recording from... My parents' place in Alta Vista. And then we've got Send Central Citizen merch. If you're interested in buying a shirt, you can DM me as well at Send Central. Okay, Senators game day, or do you want to end off with that? Which one do you want to go with, Belleville or Ottawa? Let's go Belleville and end off with Senators game day. All right, how close are the Belleville Senators to clinching a playoff spot? So close, Ross, so close. Here's the scenario, guys. Belleville clinches a playoff berth on Friday with... A, a regulation win versus Syracuse, and B, a Toronto regulation loss at Lavelle. So regulation win and a regulation loss, and your Belleville Senators have clinched a playoff berth. So this is a huge game, especially because they're up against the Syracuse Crunch, and that's the team that uh, is closest to them. They're right behind them. So this game, Ross, could be the deciding factor whether Syracuse or Belleville gets that first uh, play-in round by. So it's it, we say it every time, but massive, say it, say it. massive game, no, game no, of it. the year yes. for the Belleville Centers. No, this that's fair. That's not me being uh, outlandish, right? This is game of the year. If they win, they can clinch. And not only do they clinch, but they keep Syracuse down there at number four spot. So game of the year. Let's go. 
But what's very, very interesting as well, you said if, if Toronto loses in regulation tonight, they're they're officially, or sorry, Belleville is officially clinched the playoff spot, but Toronto's playing Laval, and if Laval loses and Belleville wins, now all of a sudden Belleville could be second in the division. There's still a chance. Is there a, a math guy here? I don't know, because Laval The points a- percentage is tough. They've got five, They've got extra games left, but... I think there's still a chance. I, I mean, Laval hasn't clinched, so there's obviously room to go up and down here. But Well, uh, they're they're going to play the same amount of games at the end of it, right? We're talking about points percentage, but they're going to play the same amount of games. And right now, Belleville already has more wins than Laval. They have the same amount of points, but Belleville has one more win. True. Laval has more extra time losses. So it's very possible. I, I hope so. Honestly, Ross, it doesn't matter where they end up for me as long as they're in the playoffs. Like the, the yeah. Belleville Senators have never been in the AHL Calder Cup playoffs. So let's let's get there. I mean, two or three would be better because then you don't have to play the play-in series. Definitely better. But, you know, positive pillsy. Yeah, I can spin a silver lining on that. That's just more right. playoff games for the, the good people of Belleville. So I, I don't hate that. <laughs> and I have confidence in this team. If it goes to a play-in, I ain't scared. All right. You heard it. You heard it right there from Brandon Pillar. I ain't scared. I ain't a doctor and I ain't scared. <laughs> I'm scared of the cannon in Columbus, man. Oh I hope we don't hear that too much. And without Patrick Line, I think that it's likelier than not that they won't be able to score. That seems like it's been a real concern. Not only that, but Columbus has allowed so many goals this year. It's actually unbelievable i remember doing some research on them a little while ago they went a stretch where they gave up four or more goals in like 90 percent of their games so if you're ottawa tonight the mentality has to be attack 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 absolutely yeah i I would say because um as we pull up uh, columbus lines here if you're watching on youtube the columbus blue jackets decor right now is gavrikov blankenberg I know Gavrikov, Gavrikov, sorry, is a bit of a, you know, he's kind of a defensive defenseman and he can play physically. Blankenberg, I got nothing on him. Jake Bean, great defense prospect. He's just kind of scratching the surface in the NHL with Peak. I don't know too much about Peak. And then uh, Carlson and Bayrother. Don't know a whole lot about those guys either. So they're without Wierenski and Bockfist. That's two big pieces of their lineup. And this decor seems like you could attack it for sure. So I want the Belleville or uh, the Belleville, the Ottawa Senators to put everything they can on net and create chaos and try to get those dirty goals. Cause we're talking about Columbus being injured. Well, the Ottawa Senators may be the most injured team all season. So they, they know what that struggle is like. So don't try to be fancy. Don't try to out talent them. Just outwork them. That's the play tonight for the Ottawa Senators. Let's go through the Columbus Blue Jackets lineup up front. Cole Sillinger, number one center. Yep. No connection to Ottawa, Cole Sillinger, other than his dad played for Ottawa and every other team in the National Hockey League <laughs> yeah. during his career. No, in all seriousness, though, Cole Sillinger up front, first line center in between Nyquist and Voracek. The second line, Roslovic between Kent Johnson, recent fifth overall pick out of Michigan, just signed, and Oliver Bjorkstrand. The third line is Corrali, Robinson, and Danforth. The fourth line, Gaunt, Bamstrom, and Meyer. Now, or sorry, on defense, and then I'll say my piece there. Gavrikov, Blankenberg, Bean, and Peak, and then Carlson and Bayrother. We don't know the starting goalie, but we do know that they just lost three straight games going 
through California. Their leading scorer is Patrick Lyon, a point per game out of the lineup, though, with injury. And going back to Kent Johnson, he's still looking for his first NHL goal. I saw Graham Creech and Atleem's Martian, who's going to join us in about two minutes. They are going back and forth on whether or not Kent Johnson will score his first NHL goal against Ottawa. That would be typical, wouldn't it? It really would be, Ross, and he's my uh, lookout player for tonight because he did just get his first NHL point up against the San Jose Sharks last night, and I mean, what was the catchphrase we had for Kent Johnson, Ross? Video game-like creativity, right? That's what we always said is, this guy's like a cheat code in NHL 22 because he just dangles around everyone, so let's see if he can do it at the NHL level, and uh I'd be lying if I wasn't with uh, Martian and Creech there saying it's pretty scary seeing a fifth overall pick with no NHL goals yet go up against the Ottawa Senators. Head to betonline.net and maybe uh, toss a couple shekels on that so you don't feel so bad when it does happen. And didn't Matty Beniers, it wasn't his first goal, he had that before, but didn't Beniers get one against Ottawa? He's got one, yeah. Well, I mean, those two are line mates all year at Michigan, so I don't know if he's calling them, giving them the scouting report, although it was Anton Forsberg in Seattle. It will be Philip Gustafson tonight. Pilsman, give me your locked-on player, and then we'll bring in at Leaves Martian to fire it up for a busy weekend for at Sen Central. The Martian is on deck, so I won't keep you waiting too long here. My locked-on player is going to be Parker Kelly. I thought what we've seen from Parker Kelly the in the back-to-back games out West were really good. He had a goal up against Vancouver, and then he had an assist in Seattle and played 15 and a half minutes of ice time in the last game. So DJ Smith is going to lean on him a lot more, and he's always throwing, uh, throwing his body around out there, the shift disturber. So I'm going to be uh, locked on to Parker Kelly. I want to watch... I want to watch the buys making plays with the Bisky. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. with a twofer for the people. I'm going with Josh Norris and Drake Batherson. If you missed it, the Ottawa Senators posted a mic'd up segment yep. on Josh Norris. It's absolutely fantastic yesterday with at practice in Columbus. So I got to think that he uses that momentum to soar in, to fly into tonight's game and get some contributions no points in two games for Josh Norris in his career against the Columbus Blue Jackets and Drake Batherson still doing well but the offense isn't what it was before the injury no points in the last three games for Drake Batherson although he's averaging over 20 minutes in those last three games so I'm looking for the top line to come to play tonight especially if there's no Tim Stutzla that offense has to come from the top line and I'm fired up to get into it with Atlalim's Martian, bringing him on now. Recurring guest on the postcast and good friend of the show. First, I got to start with this, Martian. What are you most fired up for this weekend? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on here. I feel like I just got the call up from the from the A here, from the postcast to the regular pod, so appreciate that. Boom. I, I mean, I'm fired up for everything about this weekend. It's going to be a hell of a weekend, guys. we got a full docket on schedule here, and uh, I'm super excited to get out there and to enjoy a uh, little Sens hockey, a little, a little Montreal Canadiens revenge game, uh, the meetup beforehand. It's all going to be a riot, so I am pumped for this weekend, and thank God it's Friday. Let's get it started. Are you of the mind that Tim Stutzel might be held out precautionary tonight so that he's in the lineup so that Sens fans can show him tomorrow that we appreciate him and that we can boo Gallagher in front of Timmy? I tweeted out yesterday, I hope that they do decide to uh, you know, t- let him have a seat here tonight. 
Um, because yeah, I, I, I don't want him to go in there, uh, you know, cautiously and then maybe find himself, uh, you know, tweaking that knee again. I would believe it is that knee that's bothering him. So, um, I don't want him to tweak it tonight and then definitely miss the game tomorrow. I think he, you know, he's a game time decision. Let's just sit this one out. And then, uh, the one that really counts here is that Montreal game. Cause they talk so much shit about Tim Stutzla that still we are. Him. Can you believe it? I, I can believe it because those clowns have nothing better to talk about. Act. <laughs> But honestly, the, the other biggest storyline for them is they just clinched 31st place in the league. Congrats. <laughs> but yeah, no, we need Timmy to be in the lineup there. He's going to add a big spark and he's going to be fully motivated to, to go on Saturday. So um, I won't be surprised if, if he lights the lamp a couple times to make them pay that way. And if anyone wants to, you know, test him physically, I think Timmy's going to be ready for it just to shoot, show his grit, you know, Saturday night. Hab sends it's big Canadian matchups, even though it's you know they're two bottom feeders, if you will, in the you know in the standings. But uh, it's time to kind of prove you know where he is in this rivalry, and I think uh, he's ready for that challenge. So I'd like to see him in the lineup for sure. Yeah, it'll be awesome, man. And then the pregame festivities are getting underway. I pulled this up earlier, but we got to get Martian's take on his own graphic here. So yeah, absolutely love to see it. The pregame meetup starting at three o'clock on Saturday. Are you gonna have a couple Canadians or what? <laughs> That's a rhetorical question if I've ever heard. One. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm gonna be uh, crushing those things as uh, as I go here. Yeah, definitely. We'll we'll try not to get too out of control, but no, uh, in control, in in and out of control at the same time. You know? What yes. I mean? Yeah. 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 We'll find that you know that sweet spot, and that's that's where we'll be cruising at. Uh, you know, thirty five thousand feet the entire uh, the entire game there in the pregame. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. That's a nice deal on those beers. Five dollar beers is tough to find that kind of deal these days for pints of uh, you know some high quality Canadian beverages. So. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, it's good. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Fired up for it. Pilsy, what are you thinking, buddy? I just can't believe it. Like, we've been talking about this. We've been planning it. And now it, it's finally here. Like, it's happening. And uh, it, the stage couldn't be set any better. I'm so for sure that, yeah, Timmy's sitting tonight. He's going to be back on Saturday. And it's going to be an absolute riot. I feel like we should roll into the weekend and we just got a great comment on YouTube and I feel like um, people need to know we read the YouTube comments and yep. if you ever want to connect with us, you can either do it on Twitter at Send Century. You can obviously follow at Leams Martian there as well. But a comment on YouTube, keep ripping on the Leafs. I'm loving it. Well, why not finish off <laughs> we can today's do show, go into the weekend. Y'all see what the score was there, Lightning and Leafs. The Lightning have now won five straight games against the team they are most likely to appear against in the first round of the playoffs. 8-1, the final Ooh. score. Pillsy, did you catch the highlights of that one? I didn't need to catch the highlights, Ross. What I like to do when uh, when the Leafs or Habs get absolutely dominated is just go to their final score tweet. And just, oh, yeah. Just get have your sip of tea. Just sip your tea and scroll through the comments on the final score tweet because it is absolutely hilarious. I even saw... One of the most beautiful sights I've seen, a Marner jersey being burned by a Leafs fan. So that's <laughs> that's a good use of a Marner's jersey, if you ask me. Firewood. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's tough. Leaf Potential fans, fraud. Leaf, I like that. The, <laughs> the Leafs are no the Leafs are no stranger to having their fans burn their jerseys. So um, that's that's absolutely brutal. I, I don't know if that video was from recently though, Pilsy. I think somebody was out there trolling, just trying to get a rise out of Leafs fans by you know posting that that video. But either way, it's a beautiful sight. Either, either way, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice on the eyes for sure for us. Um, but yeah, that loss that's a that's a tough out going into like I, I they're i mean they're not set up in a great spot heading into the first round confidence wise i wouldn't think even though they've been on a bit of a roll um i mean that's a, that's a game that you want to get up for against the team that you're probably going to end up playing to kind of set the tone for that series and they totally shit the bed so yeah gotta love to see that um absolutely yeah this is really fun guys <laughs> <laughs> Hope everyone else has enjoyed that as much as we did here on Locked On Senators. It's going to be a great weekend. Starts tonight, a back-to-back. The Ottawa Senators in Columbus tonight and then home to the Montreal Canadiens tomorrow. If you're still listening to the show, right on YouTube that you're going to be at the game. Let us know what section you're going to be in. You know you can find us at 319 and 320. If you want to come, grab a pint, have a cheers, have some fun. Let us know on Twitter at Send Central. Tag us. Tag out Leams Martian. You've been doing it all year. Boots on the ground. Our boots will be firmly planted at the CTC tomorrow. Boys, any final thoughts before we take off? And for me, literally take off as I'm heading to Winnipeg's airport. Believe it or not, yes, there is an airport here. And I will be flying directly to the nation's capital. Pillsy, final words? I'm excited to be back in Ottawa. Last time I was there was the home opener. The vibes were at an all-time high. Oh, all-time high. And this will be my first experience seeing uh, the 67s and uh, playoff OHL hockey, which I haven't seen in a while. So it's going to be a great weekend. Hopefully everyone can come out to the event, get your T-shirts, get your $5 pints, and uh, go Sens, go. There you go. Martian, final thoughts? Yeah, and I mean it's perfect timing, Pilsy. We're gonna get some nice, nice weather, I think, too, this weekend Ooh. again. So same as last time. I remember in the home opener, we got like a beautiful, beautiful Sh- fall short day. season. Should I be bringing shorts? No, no, I don't think we're quite there yet, <laughs> Ross. But uh, I think we're looking somewhere around, you know, you know, ten, twelve degrees Celsius. So not terrible. A little bit cloudy. A little mix, mix in some sun there. So um, that'll be good, guys. We forget to get a little uh, vitamin D on, in the system before we go and uh, go to Pound Town on the old livers. That is our local meteorologist, at Laleem's Martian. <laughs> Appreciate you, buddy. Thanks for hopping on, and we can't wait to see you tomorrow. That's at Laleem's Martian for Brandon Pillar. I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators podcast, your team every day.